This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the internet and radio ministry of the Christian Crusaders. Have you ever thought about how the world will end? The Bible tells us Jesus Christ will come again to establish his kingdom forever. Will it be a day of sorrow or a day of great joy for you? Stay with us for our message today, The King's Return. The celebration of Christmas always fills us with wonder. The profound truth is, God as he really is came to be with us as we really are. May the amazement and miracle of Christmas resonate within your heart today and always. But today I'd also like us to think about the truth that Jesus will come again. That he who is king of eternity will come to establish his kingdom forever. Let's pray together. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for coming, born to be our Savior, raised from the dead to be our Lord. Thank you for all the beauty of this season of the year in our faith journey. Now lift our vision to understand the wonder of your second coming, when you will make all things beautiful. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Our gospel is in Matthew 24, starting with the 27th verse. For just as lightning comes from the east and flashes even to the west, so will the coming of the Son of Man be. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers of heaven will be shaken. And then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky. And then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they'll see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the sky with great power and glory. And he will send forth his angels with a great trumpet, and they'll gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of the sky to the other. Therefore be on the alert, for you do not know which day your Lord is coming. Dear friends, I pray that the wonder of Christmas fills you with joy in your life of faith as we celebrate the truth that Jesus has come to the world. Jesus has been born to be our Savior. But I want to remind you, today that the same Jesus whose birth we celebrate, who was born to be our Savior, has promised to return for us someday. Someday, the King, Jesus Christ, will return to establish his kingdom forever. Billy Graham once was quoted as saying, I read the last page of the Bible. It's going to turn out all right. Jesus taught us to pray in the Lord's Prayer, Thy kingdom come. So as often as we pray that prayer, we're praying for Jesus to come again. 
to establish his kingdom. Did you know that there's 380 verses in the scriptures about Jesus' second coming? King Jesus is returning to earth someday to establish his kingdom forever, and the Christian believers living in the world at that moment in time will be raptured, will be caught up with Christ in the air. That's what we read in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. And that Jesus, when that trumpet blast happens, will bring with him all the believers who have fallen asleep in the faith through the centuries of time. What a day that'll be. Can you imagine how bewildered the disciples were immediately after Easter They had just watched their Lord die on a cross, bleeding till he breathed his last. The one they believed to be God and the Messiah now died and was laid in a tomb, buried behind a sealed stone. Then they rejoiced that he was raised from the dead, that he conquered death, that he was alive forever. Only on a certain day, to have Jesus float up into the sky out of their midst. And an angel appears and says, Why are you staring at the sky? Jesus, who you watch descend, will come back again. Well, when will that be? No one knows the time or the day. Not the angels, not the Son of God, but only the Father. When I was a boy, I feared the rapture. I worried that I wasn't good enough, that my faith wasn't strong enough or sincere enough. I worried that I wasn't obedient enough and that I would be left behind when Christ returns. My faith had not yet fully understood the gospel promise. I didn't live with the assurance of salvation or the joy and peace of knowing that I was forgiven and saved because of what Jesus did. You see, the second coming of Jesus Christ should not be something we fear. It should be an event of great thrill. It will be a day of excitement. The first time Jesus was born in humility and vulnerability, a little infant, powerless, lying in the manger. He was born to die on a cross to be our Redeemer. But the second coming of Jesus Christ, he will come with power and great glory, and every eye will see him. He'll come in victory and triumph. So my hope is that each of us affirm our faith and live with the assurance of our salvation and peace with God. So there's some truths I want to unpack with you about the second coming of Jesus. When the king returns, the father has given him authority to be judge of the world. Not everyone will go to heaven, not because God wills it, but because they reject his love offered in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ will come as judge, not with vengeance, as if his patience were exhausted, or he was punitive in his judgment, or retaliatory, 
but he knows those who are his. Jesus knows those who believe in him and those who don't. So it says in Matthew 24, one will be taken and one will be left behind. In Philippians 2, it says, Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess, Jesus Christ is Lord. Some will meet Jesus on that day as their longed-for Savior. But some will meet Jesus that day as their judge. Jesus said, Some will beat on the door and say, Let us in. And Jesus will say, Sorry, I never knew you. So Jesus comes as judge because not everyone is a believer in him, and not everyone believes his promises to be true. So not all will go to heaven. Second, when the king returns, it says in the scripture, it'll be like the days of Noah. Noah was a preacher of righteousness. But imagine what it was like when he began to build that big honking boat, the ark, in the middle of a grassy meadow. And people would come up and ask him, why are you building a boat in the middle of this meadow? And he, the preacher of righteousness, would say, because God is going to judge the world with a flood. But it's still a day for you to come back to God, to ask for his mercy and a firm faith. In the days of Noah, it'll be a time of anarchy and violence. There'll be no respect for life. Life will be cheap. We know that throughout history there are wars, but in our time period, there's terrorism, the senseless slaughter of lives of innocent people designed to induce fear in all the culture. There's more abortions committed today than ever before, and it's a tragedy in our culture and world. Life is cheap. Violence is perpetrated throughout the world through human trafficking. Life is cheap. Great violence. If you listened only to the news and were not a believer in Jesus as the Lord of history, you'd be a pessimist. But as in the days of Noah, it'll also be a time of great apostasy. Many people falling away from the faith. Many people denying that Jesus is God. Many people abandoning the church and forsaking their faith. Worse than that, becoming mockers of our faith. It says in the time of Noah, in Genesis 6, 5, the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was so great on earth that the intent or imaginations of human hearts were for evil continually. It wasn't just that people were weak and falling into sin, but that they were creative in their evil, that the imaginations led to crafty immorality and wickedness. The days of Noah were also times of apathy to spiritual life. The Holy Spirit calls and calls, but people turn a deaf ear to the invitations of God to come and receive his love. Scoffers reject 
the love of Jesus Christ totally and live as their own masters. Time passes, even centuries, and the doubt grows. Where is this Jesus you say is coming? Many are seduced into unfaithfulness and unbelief. I remind you what it says in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 8 and 9. For God, a thousand years is as a day, and a day as a thousand years. You see, God is not slow. Rather, God is patient, not wishing anyone to perish, but hoping and longing that all would repent. It's like Jesus' parable of the waiting father in Luke 15. With open arms, he searches the horizon, longing for his prodigals to come home. Third, when the king returns, when Jesus comes again, Scripture says it'll be suddenly, like lightning, flashes across the sky. It'll be so fast, you will not be able to get yourself ready in the moment. One of the favorite lies of the devil is, you have plenty of time. I say, today's a day to come back to God. We need to live ready, trusting in the promises that Jesus offers us. So I ask you, if Jesus returned today, are you ready? Are you living ready with faith in him? I love the simple prayer that Pastor Nicky Gumbel in the Alpha series teaches us. It has three parts to it. First, Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Second, I am sorry for my sins and rebellion, and I ask you to forgive me. Third, come into my heart and life by your Holy Spirit and be my leader and my Lord. The truth is that when Jesus came that first Christmas, he came and accomplished our redemption. He did go to the cross. He did rise from the dead. He has completed the work of our salvation. Jesus has already made us ready. Like the words of the old hymn, My Hope is Built, when Christ shall come with trumpet sound, O oh, may I then in him be found, clothed in his righteousness alone, redeemed to stand before his throne. When the king returns, when Jesus comes again, for Christians it is a thrilling day of great victory. He returns in power and glory, and his reign of love and peace will be forever. He will give life to all his people. Christ's light and power will dispel all darkness. No more sin, no more sickness or sorrow, no more death or grief, no more hatred or killing. Jesus will transform everything and make it beautiful. He will heal all that is broken, not only the world, but the individual hearts and souls of people. It'll be like a wedding day, a day of joy, where we who are the bride of Christ will be united forever with Jesus, the Lord, our King, our Bridegroom. What a day that will be.
When I was a freshman in college at Wheaton College outside of Chicago, Illinois, my girlfriend, Denise, who is now my wife, rode the train to downtown Chicago train station, and this Iowa boy from the rural areas drove to downtown Metro Chicago to meet her at the Chicago train station. I remember what joy was in my heart as I saw her get off the train and embraced her in love. I might have even given her a kiss. It reminds me of a story told by preacher Adrian Rogers, who told of an old preacher who went down to the train station and saw a parable of life. As the train pulled into the station and the people began to get off the train from their travels, there were loved ones there to greet them with hugs and kisses, and it was a time of rejoicing. But in the same moment, the preacher saw another man handcuffed to a law enforcement officer. The man was soon to be departing for prison. This prisoner was also hugging his wife and children, but he was weeping in sadness because they would soon be separated permanently. Wonder of wonders, the same train, which brought such joy and happiness to one group, brought great sorrow and separation to another. That's what it'll be like when the king returns. When Jesus comes again, it'll be just like that. For we who believe it'll be a moment of great joy, but for those who have renounced Christ or lived as if God does not exist, it'll be a day of great sorrow when the truth of his coming will be revealed. I ask you, are you at peace with God? Jesus has come and accomplished our salvation. Jesus was born to be our Savior, and someday he's going to come again to pour his mercy and grace out to all believers. Today's a wonderful day to ask Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins, and with assurance still more sure, to affirm that your faith believes in Jesus Christ as your Savior and your God. So together we pray, Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. I invite you to join me in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, fill our hearts with your grace, your joy, and your peace. Fill us with wonder that leads to an anticipation of the promise that you will return for us. And as our Lord and King, establish your kingdom forever. Thank you that you will give us life and that our hope is that we will live forever with you in the glory of heaven. Thank you that you keep for yourself all those who have gone before us and that someday we will be reunited forever. In your name we pray. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You've been worshiping with the internet and radio ministry of the Christian Crusaders. We pray today's message has encouraged you to be at peace with God and be ready for the King's return. 
Today is a wonderful day to ask Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins and to affirm your faith in Jesus Christ as your Savior and your God. Christian Crusaders is a nonprofit ministry supported entirely by our listening family. As we reflect on the past year, we express a special thank you to each of you who have sent a financial gift and prayed for our ministry this past year. Both are vital for the important work of the gospel message and opening hearts to the work of the Holy Spirit. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and like our page. Invite your friends to like us as well. You can also find both an audio and printed version of today's program and past programs on the Internet. Our website address is christiancrusaders.org. If you would like to help with the financial responsibilities of this ministry, you are encouraged to contact us at Christian Crusaders, 7401 University Avenue, Cedar Falls, Iowa, 50613. Our toll-free telephone number is 1-888-MY-FAITH. That's 1-888-693-2484. In the Cedar Falls, Waterloo, Iowa area, dial 277-0924. We are happy you chose to worship with us this day, and we pray you will join us again next Sunday on this station. Conducting our service was the Reverend Lee Lavig, pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Spencer, Iowa, and associate speaker on Christian Crusaders, now in its 84th year of continuous Sunday worship broadcasting. From all of us here at Christian Crusaders, may God richly bless you in the coming new year.